This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Schneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Well, we're going to turn to some good news for our money, and that is the Dow Jones Industrial Average, which I'm sure everybody has in their portfolio, cracked 20000 for the first time. And on the line, we have our financial analyst, Kim Parley from TD Wealth. Hi, Kim. Hi there. So what does it mean? What does it mean? Well, it means um, that, uh, you know, people are pretty excited, I think, about the U.S. prospects. I mean, just to give a little context, excuse me, you know, since uh, President Trump has been elected, the markets have basically gone straight up. Uh, You know, we haven't had this kind of rally in the markets in a very, very long time. And I think part of the reason you probably people may not be aware of that and, and, and know that, you know, how fast this rally has been is because there's so much going on in the world um, that, you know, the, the, it's just probably not taking a back seat to some of the other headlines. But it's not just the, uh, the Dow. The TSX today has just topped its uh, all-time high. The NASDAQ is hitting a new all-time high. The S&P 500 is hitting a new all-time high. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's moving and moving and moving. And um, not to go on and on here, but a lot of this is based on what uh, President Trump's policies are going to be, um, or at least what people expect they're going to be. Uh, expecting anything from him, I think, yeah, is a bit of a mug's game. But you're, you're totally right. And I think, you know, the one thing I want to say is from talking to a lot of people over the past little while, on the one hand, you've got markets at all-time highs because people are expecting tax reforms, which are good for the markets, and regulation reform that's good for the markets. On the other hand, and, and like to your point, it, people don't know what to expect. I mean, and that sounds very contradictory. Uh, but what, what one thing I would say is that the markets have priced in a lot of the good news and maybe not a lot of the bad news. I'll put it that way. Because keep in mind, he's also uh, quite protectionist. Um, that hurts trade and those types of things. But right now, as of today, the markets, and especially the equity markets, have priced in uh, really a lot of the good news, or at least the, and, and good from a market perspective, of what they, what they believe President Trump will be doing in his presidency. And the TSX, by the way, is over 15,600. Yep. First time. First time. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, what you're telling me is what you're telling me that uh, maybe, the, you know, after all this uh, exuberance, uh, the markets might pull back? Well, I, I, I it's, it's, you know, if I had the answer to that, I would not be sitting and talking to you. I'd be on an island somewhere because I don't know exactly what's going to happen. But I, 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 what, I, what I'm hearing from people is that it's, it, you know, the, the good news is priced in. And, and, and we can talk a bit about what those things are that people are talking about. So, you know, for, from, uh, from his perspective, they're expecting tax reform. So they're expecting him um, basically to cut to uh, corporate tax rates. So if a company is paying, say, 35% corporate tax uh, or uh, income tax, corporate tax, and it goes down to, say, 20 that money is money that generally will go to investors. That is money that's uh, um, passed on to them. So that's, that's positive for the markets. Fiscal spending. Now, you know, today we're expecting a huge announcement on a wall that is going to be built. You know, some people think it's a good thing. Some people find it incredibly distasteful. Uh, but regardless of what your belief in that front, it's, it's government spending and it's going to employ people. He's talking about hiring 5,000 new border agents. So that is, you know, more employment, those types of things. But also the pipelines that he talked about, you know, with Keystone. You know, they... 
they want to have these pipelines go through, but at the same time they're saying, yeah, if we do, but we want the, the materials, the steel, for example, to be made in America. So that's stimulative. So that's good for the markets. Um, so those are the good things, and that's what I'd say that's priced in. What we don't know is things like trade reform. What's he going to do with NAFTA? What it, how is that going to play out? Is that going to be good or bad in the longer term? What is he going to do with China? Um, because that's a, uh, that is a huge um, issue he campaigned on, and we're actually going to have to see how that plays out. Immigration reform we talked about, um, and also regulations. You know, the belief is, is he, he's actually stopped all new regulations going into place, everything. Um, and the belief is that there'll be looser regulations for the financial industry, looser regulations for the energy side, and that tends to be pro-growth for companies. And again, whether you b- believe it's the right thing or the wrong thing, the net effect of it is that you tend to see companies uh, move and grow faster. So that's like all the good news that's in there. And it's a lot. I mean, I can't remember ever in my life, you know, having to do you know, people talking about all these different variables all going on at the same time. And it's just, it's a lot. Well, I, you know, and I have to say, I have to remind people that when he was still candidate Trump, one of the things that was brought up against him was that people said, oh, the markets will tank if he gets, yep. if he gets elected. Yeah. And you know, it's funny, and, and you're absolutely right. And, you know, I think a lot, a lot of people who watch the markets uh, called that. And I remember watching uh, that that night when you know his numbers ticked up and it looked like okay he's gonna he's gonna grab the presidency, and immediately the futures went down I think like three four five hundred points you know the Dow for example, for about an hour, and then they bounced right back up. So if we drill down, Kim, mm-hmm. are there things that you would recommend that people invest in for the Trump era? Well, I think, um, you know, a lot of um, um, the folks that I've talked to, uh, especially with uh, TD Asset Management, they're looking at a, a lot of things. But I think they've really tilted themselves towards um, U.S. equities. Uh, again, their recommendation, not mine. But they, they come in and they, they, they've looked at, say, you know, where do we see um, growth coming in the world? And, you know, we're, they believe that a lot of this will be very good for, um, for U.S. companies. So those U.S. companies, and they, they've also mentioned the idea that, you know, perhaps that have more domestic um, uh, uh, market as opposed to they're selling overseas, but maybe perhaps that they're actually selling to um, Americans themselves. That could be seen as positive. Um, and I, that, that's kind of, the, the, I'd say, the net of what's going on. They're, they're tilting more towards, let's say, equities over fixed income. But I, I, I really have to highlight when I say this that, uh, you know, even you know, from yesterday to today, there's been a market change of what's been happening in the fixed income market because we've even seen, um, I'd say, a little more pessimism about um, President Trump in terms of uh, you know his spending and his plans not rolling out quite as expected. So I think this changes a bit moment by moment, and and, and you know not to sound cliche, but it's so important for everybody at this point too to make sure that when you you know when you're making your investment decisions, whether you do it on your own, you work with somebody that you've got your own plan <laughs> and you're you know, managing your own plan and the world's going to happen how the world's going to happen. But you really got to keep the eye on the ball in terms of what you want to do. But uh, what about our own energy sector? Yeah. So it's well, so I think a lot of people are applauding, um, you know, the fact that um, the, the Keystone Pipeline um, is getting the green light. Now, it's a green light with an asterisk. Um, there's a whole lot of things that need to happen in terms of you know, the, the president saying that <clears throat> we're not going to just keep the deal as we talked about it. For example, as I mentioned before, you know, the pipeline, the pipes have to actually build in the United States. Well, I, I believe, um, you know, from, from talking to other people that there was a company, for example, in Saskatchewan that originally had talked about they were the ones who were going to build the pipe. Well, if they're not, that has an impact on them. 
that, so that's, that's a small negative in terms of the type of deal. The positive is, though, is that all that oil um, that's in the oil sands right now, again, it gives it a market. And this is what been the ongoing issue for the energy sector in Canada is, like, how do you get the oil out of Alberta to what they call tidewater, so either the east coast or the west coast or south, uh, and Keystone is a big step into doing that. And that has a huge impact on that, on that part of the country. So, uh, you know, so far, um, President Trump has been good for the energy sector, and the belief is that um, he's very pro-North American energy versus pro-U.S. energy. And I think that that's something we'll be listening to very closely when the NAFTA negotiations start, is, you know, how does he see us? And the early indications uh, from some of his advisors who are visiting and others is that that is actually how he's seeing things. But, you know, to your point, you know, a tweet comes out and things can change. So you just until things are signed, you don't know. Okay, uh, but again, you know, I, 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 I'm hearing a note of caution for you, and I know that, you know, what, what goes up must come down. Yeah. So, so because, as you said, there's so much good news priced in, um, you know, maybe people have to be a little careful because, you know, first comes a record and then comes a pullback is, yeah. is the way things often go. Yeah, it does. And I mean, and, and I, I think also people have to be prepared for volatility. Um, one thing that we've, for the most part, for the past, gosh, you know, 10 years, it's been kind of smooth sailing, you know, with, with the exception of, you know, we had obviously 2008 and some big drops in there. But, you know, it's been a fairly smooth market. We don't have, you know, the, there was a time, you know, you know, you would get huge swings of like two, three, four percent a day, and we just haven't had that anymore. I think you just have to be prepared um, for a little more volatility. So I think that means for people as well, if, you know, if, if they don't sleep well at night <laughs> watching this stuff, you know, again, just be very clear on your own goals and not just what you're trying to do with the markets. The one thing I, I'll just jump into is to say the, um, uh, it's funny you said, you know, that the markets are all-time highs and good news is priced in. But on top of that, just today, we had an earnings beat from Boeing. We're getting a lot of really positive earnings. So that's part of the reason why we're seeing those markets push up even a little more. So it's interesting. It's interesting because what's driven the market up has been a macro look at things from the government standpoint. But the actual individual companies are having people think, oh, the earnings are looking pretty good and it justifies it. It's helping move it up a little higher today. Okay. Well, a lot for us to think about, and uh, we should be thinking about it if we all have savings for retirement, whatever. Kim Parley, thank you so much for that. Always a pleasure. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.